Welcome to the Passive Wealth Principles, The Trade-Off. This is an episode where I dive deep into some of the concepts that I talk about, I write about in my newsletter. If you want to actually get on the newsletter and get this information ahead of time, go to PassiveWealth.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there, or there's also some links down in the bio down below. You are listening to the Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Jake Harris. When I'm not hosting this podcast, I'm the founder of an award-winning real estate investment firm and actively investing in commercial real estate all over the country. This show allows me to interview, dive deeper, and deconstruct many passive wealth principles, not just from investing, but tactics, strategies, and many fascinating ways in which people have achieved levels of passive wealth. Through my nearly 20-year career as a professional investor, I've built an amazing network of people and come across some super savvy investors. Not only do they have a unique stance on the marketplace, but look at the same problems we all face and many times have come up with a simple but unconventional approach to solving them. This is why I'm so excited for this podcast. It allows me to unpack and have a more in-depth conversations with these special guests. Selfishly, it's a platform where I get to ask the questions that would never come up in a normal conversation, and I get a chance to learn and dissect their best strategies, and you get to be a part of that process as well. So come be a fly on the wall, enjoy the conversations, and these amazing passive wealth principle lessons. Work when you just don't want to. How to battle through lack of motivation. See, not all tasks are created equal. When you're responsible for your own output, this becomes crystal clear. Everyone desires more time, more inspiration, just more zest for life. Regrettably, inspiration isn't always on tap and motivation isn't always at its peak. Hence the need for a strategy. In just a few minutes or less today, you'll learn how to overcome anxiety, channel your inner Spock. I can't do the fingers. Hold on. There we go. Fight through boredom and avoid arrogance. This is a plan I call the Pebble Plan. P-E-P-B. Pebble Plan. Prevention, emotion, planning, and being grounded. It's the contrarian framework that has helped me get through or past my procrastination. This isn't a quick fix, but a gradual change in perspective and approach that could redefine your relationship with your task. In the uh, upcoming moments, we'll explore each part of the Pebble Plan and how it could steer you away from the path of procrastination. Consider you're navigating through your packed day, aiming to clear your to-do list. You stumble upon a task that you've been avoiding. Prevention. Focus implies you can't move forward without addressing this. I was nervous about a botched or vital pitch, and I couldn't process or proceed until I had practiced sufficiently. Ignoring emotions signifies that we need to tackle this soon, but there's an interim solution. I wasn't in the mood to design this complex spreadsheet, but I set my feelings aside and began working. If then planning suggests that it would be beneficial to handle this, I have found that financial review is tedious, but if I tackled it first, then I could devote my energy to more stimulating tasks. And finally, for tasks that you think are beneath you, 
I felt that I was too qualified for mundane administrative tasks, but I had to roll up my sleeves and get them done anyway. Anxiety equals prevention focus. Apathy is ignored emotions. Boredom, if then planning. Arrogance equals rolling up your sleeves. So teach myself and yourself to categorize these tasks using strategies that you'll find the most tasks have been avoiding are not daunting as they seem. You're welcome in advance for the surge in productivity that they will induce. I know they've worked for me. So let's talk about this. Conquering your inner demons one task at a time. Rather than dwelling on your past mistakes, I've embraced the art of learning from them and turning them into valuable lessons. My journey hasn't been easy, but here's how I tackled each roadblock. Anxiety over performance. Instead of succumbing to the fear of making errors, I adopted a prevention focus. Preparation became my mantra. The more I practiced and prepared for the task at hand, the less intimidating it appeared. It transformed my anxiety into a tool for improvement. Maybe you practice that phone call. Maybe you practice that presentation. Think about this. Beyonce went and practiced her Super Bowl performance for six months prior to her actual performance. She got over that anxiety by preparation. That too can be a key to help you eliminate this anxiety. Number two, apathy and indifference. When tasks seem uninteresting or tedious, my initial reaction was just put them aside. However, ignoring my emotions was the game changer. I just learned to put my feelings aside and put them on the back burner and focus on the task of turning that indifference into action. Doesn't matter that I don't feel like doing it. Oftentimes you just still gotta step up and do what you have to do to get things done. Put your big boy and big girl pants on and get the work done. Number three, coping with boredom. Facing boredom or complex task is always a challenge. However, if then planning came to the rescue. By deciding to handle these tasks first, I was able to tackle them with a fresh mind and then move on to more engaging tasks later in the day. This converted my boredom into a productivity booster. Doing the hardest thing first. Some people call that eating the frog first. If you have to eat the frog, eat it the first thing in the morning, get over with it, and then it's done and you can move on to the more stimulating or the dessert courses of your day. The final step, number five, arrogance and pride. Being the founder and other executive roles throughout my entrepreneurial journey often meant handling tasks that seemed beneath my qualifications. Initially, I struggled with this as an early business owner, like I shouldn't be doing this. But then I realized that no task is too small in a growing business. I just rolled up my sleeves and I dove in. I turned sometimes my arrogance into the humility. If the toilets need cleaning, sometimes you go clean the toilets. So nothing is beneath you and or the understanding. And how to do this is you just start. Every entrepreneur knows that unwavering what if I feel feeling. It's universal, stubborn, but the difference between success and failure is the courage to start despite the fear. I can recall countless incidents where I felt out of depth, overwhelmed by the challenges ahead. Did I let that halt my progress? Sometimes I did, but by taking action, I was able to create momentum and then figure out things on the way. Also know that there's always 
a demand. We often overlook our unique skills and then assume that everyone possesses them. This isn't always the case. For me, it was the ability to efficiently juggle multiple tasks. Focus on what you excel at and others maybe find challenging. Your unique skills and selling point right there is trying to find the thing that you are already natural at. I've said this in the past and sometimes people looked at this is they think just because I can do it, it's not that important or it's not that special because I can do it and they just assume everyone else can do it. That's not necessarily the case. You have something that is special and unique and that other people wish they could do. How can you do that in your daily life and oftentimes sometimes hand those other tasks off? The final thing is adapt the old to suit the new. There are countless outdated methods that are still relevant in various industries. Sometimes you can modernize those. Not only carve out a niche, but you can also capitalize on it. Boredom, apathy, arrogance, anxiety are all universal feelings. Overcoming them is a crucial aspect of personal development. And with a structured approach, you can convert these obstacles into stepping stones into building greater productivity. When you meet a challenge head on, that is when the magic happens. Until next week, guys, I'm Jake Harris. This is Passive Wealth Principles, the trade-off for other content like this. If you want to know about more productivity hacks, you want to learn more about passive investing, you can get this information a week ahead of time by subscribing to the newsletter where we go into the details and this is delivered every single Saturday. So go to PassiveWealth.com to subscribe there or there's some links down in the bio. We look forward to connecting up with you next week. I hope you enjoyed that episode today on Passive Wealth Principles Podcast. Make sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If the episode made you think of someone, go ahead and take a screenshot and share this episode with them. You can tag us or find us as a podcast at Catch Knives or me personally at Jake.RealEstate. For those investors that are listening to this and want to be able to take advantage of distressed investing opportunities, a perfect place to start is my best-selling book, which also happens to be called Catching Knives. It's a full breakdown and guide on how I and many of my partners take advantage of opportunities in distressed commercial real estate. Go to www.catchkniveswithans.com and grab the book there as there's a few book bonuses that I know you'll love. Once again, www.catchkniveswithans.com. Take care and I'll see you in the next episode.